<laughs> Welcome to Money Making Conversation. I am the host, Rashawn McDonald. Each Money Making Conversation talk show is about entrepreneurship and entertainment. I provide the consumer and business owner access to celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. I recognize that we all have different definitions of success. That is so true. For some, it's a sizable paycheck. Mine is helping people wake up and inspiring them to accomplish their goals and living the life at best they can. Pursuing their passions, accepting their gifts. Stop allowing these small obstacles because you got way bigger opportunities in the future that we want to achieve. So keep moving forward. The Money Making Conversation interviews provide relatable information to the listener about career and financial planning, entrepreneurship, motivation, leadership, overcoming the odds, and how to live a balanced life. My next guest is on the phone. He is an Emmy Award winning and NAACP Image Award winning actor, award winning stage and television director, producer, humanitarian and cowboy and rodeo performer. That's the part I like the most. His prolific career spans over 50 years, beginning as a teenager acting in New York on Broadway from Cooley High, A Different World, The Wire, loved him in The Wire, Fargo to the Aretha Franklin projects. There is no stopping my man. He's active in the community, in the entertainment game, currently appearing in the Netflix film, Justine, the Warner Brothers film, The Way Back. He is on the show to talk about his awesome career, new projects, my favorite, Camp Giddy Up. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation, Glenn Terman. Hey, how you doing, Sean? Pretty good, my friend. I left that H off, didn't I? Uh, you just, sure did. There you go. Uh, I love it. I was holding my breath. Terman. With that great introduction. That great introduction. Don't put that on there. That great introduction. Just kick that little, uh, that little math degree out the, out the window there. Hey, Glenn. Right. Uh, you know, when you, when you look at a guy like you that has done so many memorable characters. So I'm not going to say this, memorable, especially when you go back to Cooley High. That's like the classic, classic, classic black movie in the era when black exploitation was dominating the movie screens back then. Can you sum right. up your career before we really get into it? Because I really want people, you, you, you know, we have to say you are a legend. You are a uh, person that uh, inspire, you're an inspiration. Um, you're a, uh, you're a guy who sat down and said, I can make a career out of this and you have made a career out of it. Tell us about your, your 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 take on your career, and we know it's not done. First of all, it's not an obituary. So, but it is an amazing <laughs> journey. It is an amazing journey. <laughs> well, well, I tell you. Uh, first of all, thank you for for all the kind words uh, that you used to describe me. And uh, the second thing is that all of the, listening to you uh, point out those those things. Uh, made me say to myself, I never thought or tried to achieve any of those accolades that you just heaped upon me. Uh, I was, I'm just a, a young kid from Harlem, New York, who had an opportunity to, to, to do something and be a part of something that was extraordinary. It's not that I went seeking, seeking it. It sort of found me. And, uh, you know, I was blessed to have uh, people around me who continued to nourish me once they saw that I had a talent. Um, I kind of uh, took things for granted, you know, as most young people will. So, so uh, you know, mentors kept me on the path. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and, you know, from, from people in, in high school, which is what I went to with the high school performing arts. Mm -hmm. You know, remember the movie Fame? Absolutely. Well, that was the... 
yeah, that's that was actually the the year that they're talking about in that sh- that movie is the year that uh, my graduating year, mm. and uh, uh, so I knew a lot of the characters. And the, there was a mm-hmm. wonderful teacher there by the name of Vanette Carroll, mm-hmm. who uh, kept me in school and and focused and uh, and guided me and, and eventually brought me to California. Uh, Vanette Carroll did to perform in a, a play here, and here's where I stayed. But to your point, my career has has been really kind of uh, uh, just a blessing, you know, mm-hmm. because so much has happened that I never would have thought would have happened. I just look at myself as a as a blue collar actor, you know. Right. I just mm-hmm. get my lunch bucket. I get my lunch bucket. I get a call to go to work. I go to work. I do my job. I come home, you know. <laughs> right, <laughs> that right. Kind of, that kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? But the, all the uh, accolades and other things that come with it were like, wow, this comes with with doing what you love, you know. Uh, so, and I think that's probably the main ingredient is that I love doing what I'm doing. I still do. Well, that's that's the impression I've always gotten, you know, from every project I've seen. One of my favorites was, uh, you know, House of Lies. And, uh, and mm-hmm. you know, when you played the sexy grandfather, your know, father role, yeah. and that, you know, with the young with the young lady, you know, I'm Jason Glenn. Yeah, I was feeling yeah, you on that yeah, role yeah, with House yeah, of Lies with John yeah, Cheetah yeah. and uh, Lorenz yes, Tate. Lorenz Tate, yeah. his character, man, made me yeah. mad so many times. Yes, indeed. Those were one of the fringe benefits of, of the business, you know, getting to work with opposite beautiful young ladies like like that and and uh have a great time with friends you know Lorenz Lorenz Tate you know he and I go way back to uh we go back to Inkwell together, absolutely you know mm-hmm. yeah and, you know that, that, that was really interesting when I when I when I talk about these you know you you know I always I always looked at it I, I, I can't act I did stand up comedy I'm an excellent writer manage great talent in you this do it, and you do it well thank you, you. Do it, you do it all well <laughs> thank you trust me but, but when I when, when I look at a talent like you let's, let's, let's talk about you know I, I was joking because I really did whenever I see you you, you, you make me smile Glenn and that's that's something you know when I see you you make me smile you know when I watch the movie Justine which is running right now on Netflix you make me smile right. with your character when when you when you want to meet with the uh, with the therapist and then uh, you close right. the door and, and it, it, yeah. it, it was like is he acting or he's just being normal <laughs> because he, he acting this looks pretty normal to me what he's doing and and, and when you get when you get that good and when you get that good it mm-hmm. seems like these motions are just everyday life motions that it should you're functioning mm-hmm. in life and so that's what mm-hmm. happened when I when I when I loved you in The Wire which was like God yeah, yeah. yeah The Wire was great such a it? such a fascinating uh, cultural story and mm-hmm. he was right there playing a realistic character that right. I've had sympathy for mm-hmm. that I uh, made me mad sometimes but, yes, but but isn't that the role of an actor to 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 pull these emotions out of an audience? Yes, it is. That's that's our job. You know, that's that's what we're supposed to be able to hold up a mirror so that you can see yourself as well as others that you know in the characters that we play. You know, and uh, so that's that's what we get paid to do. And that's a that's a wonderful thing. And then, like I said, I wanted to go back to House of Lies because when you're around talented people. 
it kind of does it does it force you or cause you to step your game up? I'm not saying that you never oh, you don't step yeah. up your game. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to insult you. Yeah. Don't want to insult you. Oh no! But you were a Don Cheeto, and I'm telling you, man, it was some times. It was some times, man. I'm telling you that Lorenzo character, Lorenzo Tate character. I was so mad, and you when you take up for him. I go, I go, is he serious? Lorenz is just sitting over there watching TV all day. Don Cheadle characters out there competing with these white people. Yes, and then the dad coming out, saucing up with the young Philly in the bedroom. Uh, uh, uh you know, come on now, your, your brother trying. He trying. I'm trying to figure. What did he try? When did he drive? Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> when did he drive? But ain't that the way it is in the family? But but no, but for sure, ain't that the way it is in your family? Absolutely. Absolutely. And everything. Always, Absolutely. Always, I can't, always I can't tell you, man. My mama, uh, baby, you got a couple uh, of cars. Why don't you give one of the cars to your sister? Huh? Yeah, yeah. See. <laughs> okay, just because I got a couple of, they all used now. They used cars now. Your boy wasn't balling at the time, all right? But they were my cars. My mama come yeah, over to me. Yours. Well, you got two cars. Why don't you give one to your sister? Okay. Yeah, she need a car. She, she need a car. She need a car. She need a car. So I can find that moment relatable because it didn't make any sense Great. to me. And guess what she did, Great. Glenn? She Great. wrecked it. She wrecked it. She wrecked it. I knew you was gonna say that. She, she wrecked it. It was a it was a 1972 green gremlin with no radio. It, 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 it still hurts. It still hurts, Tony. It still hurts. Because I can tell you it's green. I can tell you it's no radio. And I can tell you it was 1972. I paid $900 for that car. Cash. Oh, my God. My My sister went out there and wrecked it. I come home. She on the sofa. She in the sofa next to my mama. Uh, Baby, your mama mama going to the same routine. Baby, I got something I want to tell you. I tell you, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so when I was going through that, when I was looking, when I, whenever I saw you interact between them two, I just thought back uh-huh. to my mom. I said, "Boy, you had flashback. Did you have a flashback? If I didn't heard this character in real life before, <laughs> making well, making uh, a story work for somebody who's trifling, yeah. trifling." Yeah, right, right, right. But see, that's 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 that's. Uh, the, the, the pleasure of working with people who are good at their job. We have right. great writers on that show right. on House mm-hmm. of Lies, you know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you had to step your game up. You're working with Don Cheadle. You got to step your game up. You oh, got yeah. to bring your A game every day because oh, yeah. Don is a beast. Oh, he's, no, he's a beast. Especially with this yeah, new show, yeah, Black Monday. Oh, he's a new beast. He's oh, a beast. yeah, he's a beast. As well as, as, well as Lorenz Tate, you oh. know. But the people, the thing that's wonderful uh, with that I, I, I love it, that I've been able to work with wonderful, wonderful people. You know, I started working with in the business, working with the top of the line with Sidney Poitier, mm. and Ruby D, mm-hmm. Lou Gossett, Jr., you know, in, mm-hmm. the, in the original production of A Raisin in the Sun on mm-hmm. Broadway. Mm-hmm. So that's where I started. So, you know, I, I'm always uh, uh, looking to work with the best that I can work with, you know, because they bring the best out of you, you know. Uh, the yeah. cast of The Wire was fantastic, was amazing. Everybody in that cast was mm-hmm. just, would, would, you know, was dynamite. You know, it, it's always amazing that, you know, we, we all know that, if you don't know this, Itris Elba, he came from The mm-hmm. Wire. He made, yes. he made a drug dealer likable. Mm-hmm. He made likeable. a drug right. dealer popular. He made a drug mm-hmm. dealer who, who, when he died, we was mad. Yeah. They yeah. killed him. Yeah. 
Come on, oh, get up. Shit. My, get up. Man, my, my wife screamed so loud. I don't know. Damn. I'm telling you, Glenn, I love talking to you, man. It's like talking to my uncle. I'm telling because we just laughing and talking and just sharing stories. Because, because right, right. Glenn, here's the deal. Because, you know, he got shot on a, in, that, in, that, in that high rise, right, that was under construction. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, right. so when he got shot, I'm talking about interest character, mm-hmm. you know, when he yeah. got shot, Stringer Bell, I still remember the name. Stringer yeah, Bell was the yeah, yeah. character. Stringer, Stringer Bell. I kept saying, he got to get up. Yeah. He, he can't you, be dead. You wasn't ready for him to be dead. No, nobody was ready. America was not ready nobody, for him to yeah. be dead. Nobody. That's because right. That's the truth. Because in the way the character was built, okay, you mm-hmm. know, he was mm-hmm. a drug dealer, but he wanted to be more. You know, he educated yeah, himself. Yeah. You know, yeah, and, and and, and that's what that's when I when it was, and when you, when you talk about not only him, it was just a lot of fantastic people who are working busily working today off of that series, mm-hmm. The Wire. Off of that show, that's it, right. It, that's the that's amazing right. thing about that series. But I wanted to I wanted to step back a little bit here, Glenn, and get into mm-hmm. you. Yeah, where were you born, Glenn? Born, born and raised in Manhattan. In Manhattan, mm-hmm. okay. Born in yeah Harlem. I'm from Harlem, New York. Okay, so, so I'm trying to get you this uh this rodeo cowboy thing because when Jay uh, told uh, me uh, about uh, that, uh, uh, Jay said, you know he does a he has a rodeo. Yeah, I'm with the Bill Pickett Rodeo. Lufasant, who was the founder of the Bill Pickett Rodeo, mm-hmm. asked me and to, to be a part of it uh, that many years ago, and I found a home there, and that's a family and. Been there for ever since. Okay, good. See, now, let's stop here. See, I, I love when people like you start talking because you miss all them steps, you know. Harlem boy, mm-hmm. Harlem boy. Mm-hmm. Now he's mm-hmm. in Los Angeles. He a rodeo king. Okay, how do we get to the horses, though? See, what you ain't going to do to me, subways, buses, cabs, right, right, go move yeah. to Hollywood, you know, yeah. mansions and limos yeah. and cars, you mm-hmm. on a horse. Mm-hmm. Please, yeah, please yeah, fill yeah. it up in this next break because we got a lot to talk about in the next break. But f- f- please okay. help me out with this break. Okay. Hi, this is Rashawn McDonald. You're listening to Money Making Conversation. I'm having fun with uh, Glenn Terman. Say, I got to slow it down, make sure he don't do me. You know, y'all were talking, y'all were mm-hmm. questioning my education, you know, because a lot of people mm-hmm. put that H in there, but we all good. You know, Cooley High, uh, The Wire. Uh, House of Lies. I'm just, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm gonna stop because I'm insulting you, because your body of work has been over 50 years. Now, before we left, I was riding you about this whole horse thing, this old cowboy thing, and then you gonna throw out. See, you threw out the Bill Pickett, 36 years, 36 years. Because see, see, they'll never ask me to be the Grand Marshal, or the Ambassador, or any rodeo. So that means that you have to have had a, a skill set, a showcase, a moment on a horse, a, a rope, or something. So tell us, how did you develop that skill, and how did you get into horses? And then we're gonna get over to the camp giddy up. Okay, all right. Well, you know, first of all, the the the, the, the true answer is uh, <laughs> it's in my blood. That's the true answer. <laughs> yeah, the true answer is it's in my blood. But uh, like it's in so many of us. Of, of, of people of color's blood. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't associate ourselves with that kind of lifestyle. Right. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we were, we came over from Africa. Yes, sir. Uh, where, the, you know, there were great horsemen there. And mm. here, my grand, grand, my grandfather, 
uh, whom I didn't even know on my father's side. I didn't. I never met him. He was dead before I I was born. Uh, he was a farmer and had horses and mules and all mm. that. So my daddy grew up raised, you know, raised around that kind of life. Mm-hmm. And my daddy moved from New- from G- Georgia to Chicago and New York to get away from that lifestyle. Right. Now, like so many of us, you know, especially back in the day, I wasn't raised as a young man with my father around, you know? Mm-hmm. So it, I went in this direction on my own of buying horses or riding horses and getting into land and buying land. And once I got to California, coming from a small, small three-bedroom, uh, a one-bedroom apartment in New York City uh, to a... Uh, uh, a uh, 20-acre ranch in Los Angeles, California, thank God mm. for the blessing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I didn't know where that love of the land and the earth came from. Mm-hmm. Where, but I was I was drawn to it. I was always drawn to it. Even when I was living in the New York, I spent a lot of time in Central Park. I'd go to Central Park and clean the stalls at the horse stable in Central Park in order to ride the horse for free. If you mm. let me, Mister, if you let me clean that stall, uh, I'll clean that stall if you let me ride your horse. And I'd shovel horse, <laughs> and he'd say, "Okay, go ahead, son, do that." You know, that's how badly I wanted to do that. Mm-hmm. And once I got to California and then started, you know, in the business, and the business was kind to me enough to to uh, to to put some ducats in my pocket that I could do something with in terms of uh, fulfilling some dreams. That became a part of one of the dreams I wanted to fulfill, you know. And so, then I little did I know that that desire was in my DNA. Mm. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's the true answer, right? You know, that's the real answer. Well, that's that's the real answer. That's the honest answer. That's the gift. That's the passion. That I, you know, I always tell people who come on the show or people who are listening to the show is that we deny ourselves a lot of dreams and a lot of great moments because we go, uh, "That ain't me." Or what would people think about if I started doing that? And mm-hmm, and, and, and and that's mm-hmm. why you know I you know I joke and I laugh about but the whole rodeo thing. But man, I'm in awe. That you know that you're doing that in in a world where it can be so superficial, and then not only that, but you tell us about your camp giddy up because I'm sure it's tied to the the, the horse environment, the rodeo lifestyle, the outdoor <laughs> lifestyle. The young people need to be familiar with because my daughter, she's 22, <laughs> she's not going to go anywhere without her phone, and she she walks YouTube. She I got an 85 inch screen on the wall. She's looking at her phone. So that doesn't mean anything. So tell us about that experience and what is the, what is the purpose of Camp Giddy Up? Well, it's it, one of the things growing growing up in New York uh, and being from Harlem, and uh, you know, there's a lot of distractions back in the, back in the in, yes, in the city, and uh, I was no different than any other young teenager ready to get get in into some of that mess that was going on, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, my mother, in an attempt to my mother, in an attempt to uh, steer me away from the wrong elements, sent my butt to camp one summer. Sent me kicking and screaming. You know, I didn't want to go because I knew that that, that 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 summer I had big plans to uh, get my first J. They used to call it. You used to get three JD cards, juvenile delinquent cards, back in the day. Yes, yes, yes. You know, yes. if you got if you got your third. Juvenile delinquent card. Then you, they were going to send you to the reformatory. Absolutely, absolutely. But, 
And so I was working on getting my first one. That summer, I knew I was going to get that first one. <laughs> I love it. You know, yeah, I you're I you're, you're a storyteller, too. You need, to see, you need to be doing a podcast. Stories by Glenn. <laughs> and I knew I was going to get that card. All of us, me and my boys, we was working on that card. A couple of them already had the two or three cards. But uh, I knew I was going to get mine, and my mother must have knew it, too. And she sent me to this dang on camp. And I got to camp, got in the wild outdoors and all that, and the campfires and all the fun that we was having and the lake and the canoeing and, and all that stuff, and I loved it. I said, oh, God, this is great. I told my mom, boy, I want to go back next year. She said, well, you keep your in school, stop playing hooky, get your grades up, and yada, 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 and then I'll send you back next year. So the doggone it, she found a hook for me, you know? Right, 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 right. You know it, what I mean? That's beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. I said, oh, shoot, you know? So I found a reason, I found a reason to say no to the rest of the sh- stuff that, you know, the guys was getting ready to get into. Uh-huh, was uh-huh. saying, come on, man, let's go do this. You know how it goes. And uh, I said, no, man, I can't mess this up. I, I, I got a plan that I want to do. Well, Beautiful. I said to myself later, I said, well, if that worked for me, mm-hmm. that might work for some of these little knuckleheads yes, out sir. here, mm-hmm. in, you know, in the street. Mm-hmm. And I've been blessed. I've been blessed uh, to, to, you know, make some of my dreams come true. Uh, my wife and I have gotten, uh, who was a camper also by, uh, uh, she she grew up going to camps out here in California. And so she understood the, 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 the value of the camps and the outdoors. And uh, so when I got my, my piece of land there, I said, you know, one of the things we can do with this place is provide a space for kids to see something different, the stars, mm-hmm. you know, ride horses, mm-hmm. you know, swim in a pond, you know, take hikes and so on and so forth, and do all the stuff that you do at camp. Just get away for a breather uh, and get away from the city. And I promised, what happened was I promised um, Coretta Scott King that that's what I was going to do with uh, was start a camp because this was in 92 and we had just had the, 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 the Rodney King's civil unrest. Mm-hmm. And Coretta Scott King had called a, a, a lot of the community leaders into uh, a, a conference in Atlanta and asked us what did we think we could do to help mm-hmm. heal the city and uh, and some of the unrest. And that was my contribution, my wife and I's contribution. We, I came up with it on the spot. Mm-hmm. And uh, my, my wife said, how are we going to do this? You know, And I said, I don't know. But I was doing a different world at the time, the mm-hmm. TV series, a different mm-hmm. world. Mm-hmm. And so I went and I asked Sinbad and I asked uh, Don Lewis and mm-hmm. Jasmine and Kadeem. I said, hey, y'all, chip in some bucks. I'm going to try and do something up at the ranch. And they did. And... Uh, we were able to start the, start a camp, and that was uh, 27 years ago. Congratulations. You know, that's, that's a difference maker uh, of what you do, and then people, when you called on your friends, and you, that's a hot show, A Different World. And, you know, that story's mm-hmm. never been told in my, on my show, yeah. and it needs to be told. And stories yeah. like that need to be told because all, you know, celebrities or sports figures, all you hear about is the next movie, all you hear about is the next score, the next touchdown, the right, next right. championship. But it's what you do in mm-hmm. the community, the paying it forward makes such a big difference. And that's why I wanted to make sure people understood, you know, what you're doing I, with Camp I, Gideon. I thank you for that. Thank you. I thank oh, you for, look, for, let me tell you something. You know, that. first of all, you know, we've been having a great time, and, I'm, and, and, and we're always going to have a great time because guess what? 
I'm an admirer of your talents. I'm an admirer of your gifts. I'm a person that's been uh, seeing you afar. I, you know, I've met you several times. It's not. I'm not insulted mm-hmm. that you don't remember me. That doesn't bother me. I'm just letting you know. I have met you, brother. <laughs> I, I can point out your house. I can tell. I can, I can drive to your house right now. I can drive. That's, just, that's about as much information I'm going to give, Glenn. I ain't going to give no more. I ain't going to give no more. But that's about as much information I'm going to give. Because, uh, because uh, that was like a little. Everybody know, because everybody know I've been, uh, you know, I'm still, I'm still here with, with my people, you know. I digress. Let's go back to the why you really called uh, <laughs> called me over here just having this little fun conversation. Justine, I saw the movie on Netflix. Uh, your executive yeah. producers from uh, from uh, you know that that factory called Ava DuVernay. <laughs> yes, <laughs> hey, she bad. She, she bad, bad. Shut she, your mouth. She, she yeah. bad, but I just saw that. Cherish your life, boy. Woo! Cherish your day. Yeah. Oh my God! I don't want to yeah. talk about that. Let's, yeah. let's talk about Justine. Yeah. Let's talk about. Yeah. A, 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 a moving piece because uh, one of the stars of the series was uh, physically disabled and mm-hmm. uh, did you physically I, this is why I like the this was my take on him you had mm-hmm. the, the lead characters were disabled in different ways one was emotionally mm-hmm. disabled and then one mm-hmm. was physically disabled and then right. they were put together in this series mm-hmm. to see how they will interact and deal with their their wow. their, their personal crisis their growth wow. and mm-hmm. and then you had you in the middle yeah. you, you uh, those two child actors fantastic right oh my yeah, goodness wonderful. oh my goodness sweet. those two mm-hmm. child actors that little boy don't tell you something. You know, when, when I be watching, because I've, I've been fortunate. Yeah, 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 kids. Talk, let your know, audience know you're talking about the, 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 two, the two kids who play my grandkids. In it. Yes, yes. Yeah, they're, 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 they're wonderful as well as the girl who played the, the disabled girl. They're oh, absolutely. All, they're all kids. All of them mm-hmm. are fantastic. But when I, mm-hmm. when I watch scripts, I've done enough scripts, I've written scripts. And when I see mm-hmm. extra that's being added in a natural state, I go, and I saw mm-hmm. these little kids who played your grandkids. I went, wow. Mm-hmm. They get it. They mm-hmm. they understand. Yeah. They they are fearless and they're natural yeah. at it. And so that's yeah. their gift. You know, they might go get mm-hmm. a college degree, but boy, right there, I saw their gifts. They might become teenagers mm-hmm. and say, I don't want to act anymore. And that's their right. But boy, what I mm-hmm. saw in this movie and you executive mm-hmm. produced it, were, were, were you part of the casting process too, Glenn? No, I'm, I must say that I was not. I was not. That was all Stephanie Turner. This piece is Justine. Uh, uh, was uh, written, directed, produced, and stars Stephanie Turner, mm-hmm. who uh, is the um, the daughter of uh, is the football coach for the Redskins. Uh, yeah, North Turner, N O R V. North Turner, Dallas yeah, Cowboys offensive offensive yes, coordinator, right. genius. <laughs> yes, yes, mm-hmm. and she as an actress was tired of not getting the roles that she wanted. Right. Uh, you know, finding that uh, women were not given the opportunities they had to play the characters and the depth that she thought should be uh, uh, put on the screen. And so she took it upon herself to put this piece together and saw me on, um, as I was doing a spin on uh, how to get away with murder. Right. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, TV yes, series. yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, she... Uh, called my agents asking if I would be interested in being a part of the scripts. Uh, mm-hmm. It was a small, independent movie, mm-hmm. low budget, mm-hmm. and she was hoping that I would be able, to, you know, to see 
something in it enough to want me to be a part of it. And uh, I did as soon as I read it. You know, it's a wonderful, wonderful story. That, like you say, the, you know, the handicapped characters uh, are, uh, are in their conditions in so many different ways. Yes. And mm -hmm. uh, that was really astute of you to, to, to put it like that. I, I had no one had put it like that before. And, oh, it was beautiful. Uh, I, was, so, I, was, I, was, I was embraced by the, the movie mm -hmm. uh, premise. I was I, I understood mm -hmm. her loss because the fact mm -hmm. that you, you couldn't understand it, but, I, but you, which is great for the character because frustration is led by tell me what's wrong. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you can't tell people mm -hmm. what's wrong. You know? yeah, that's and, wrong. Right. and like right. the, like the like the therapist told you, look, leave her alone. Leave her alone. Yeah, right. You trying right. to you trying mm -hmm. to make something happen, but let it happen mm -hmm. in its natural course. In natural course. Mm -hmm. and, and you know everybody tries to, and sometimes people uh, in general people do that. That's what leads to frustration. You know, mm -hmm. I, sometimes I ask my mm -hmm. daughter to come quick. She might not come as quick as I want. Then I get mm -hmm. frustrated. Yeah, What's right. the problem here? Right. Sure. Did you yeah, hear me? Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, and yeah. it's the same thing. This movie is about. Challenging the process, challenging racism, challenging living or working in an environment that you really don't want to be in, but you deal mm -hmm. with it, you get frustrated, and then when somebody asks to hear the truth, guess what? It can come out like a hot ball of water, and that's what it did. Right. And uh, right, right. But, uh, I just like to say, I, I, my my main thing in, in bringing you on the show, Glenn. First of all, was just to introduce myself to you, tell you I'm a friend. Secondly, let right. you know that the impact that you have and will have in this industry is mm. a blessing. Um, this Thank movie, you. Justine, as soon as they told me you was booked for the show, I immediately watched it, enjoyed it. Oh, and I got my great, wife to great. watch it. She enjoyed it. And so, Did she like it? Did she oh, absolutely, like it? Yeah, absolutely, good. absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. You know, well, that's wonderful. Yeah. You know, because it's, it's your body of work. But like I said, my favorite scene in that movie was when you when you was when you when when you was with the therapist and you closed that door. That to me, I mean, mm. this guy, I don't know if he mm. is he acting now or he just being himself. <laughs> and that's the beauty of your skill, Glenn. And don't change. Mm, man, thank and, you. And, uh, no, thank you. Thank and uh, you. let me ask you one question. Well, hey, man, don't, don't, don't forget, don't forget to uh, uh, um, uh, this 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 situation here. It, it it shut us down like it did all of Hollywood. Oh, we'll you be talking about the, the Ben Affleck movie? With, yeah, no, no, I'm talking about Fargo, actually. I'm oh, talking absolutely. I'm talking about Fargo absolutely. Chris Rock. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Chris Rock and his Chris Rock and I are doing a center on Fargo. And great. When do you guys see Chris in this serious role? It's really, really something that I'm looking forward to. Yeah, the upcoming project, yeah, the April. fourth season right. of Fargo. Yes, you play Dr. Yeah, Sinner. Right. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, right, that's right. Yeah, There's a Washington-produced adaptation of August Wilson, award-winning Mar Rainey's Black Bottom. You know, you got Toledo. Mm -hmm. Man, look at you busy. You busy. Yeah, I, I, well, I, when you, you have know. time to ride a horse, but boy, you you make the time to do everything else. <laughs> Again, well, do, do me a favor, Glenn. Tell Thank your people you, to brother. send me Thank the posters so and send me trailers so I can promote your brand. I got mm. almost a million Thanks. followers, uh, two hundred thousand mm, fan club right. members, and I'm on podcasts. No, I'm syndicated in 30, 30 markets. I'm here to promote your brand. I'm here to say thank you for being you well, and don't change. Uh, thank, thank you, man. Thank you for having me on the show. I appreciate it. This, this was a fun interview. This is one of the most fun interviews I've had. So I want to I'm gonna tell you something, man. I'm laughing. I'm gonna tell you something, man. See right there. Your laugh making me smile because, man, you know, they should have had you on like 5,000 toothpaste commercial because your smile, brother, your smile, your laugh, and your smile on fire, man. On fire, dude. It's fire. Keep winning, brother. I appreciate you. Bye bye. Okay, baby. Same to you. Bye bye. 
Ah, that's right, my man. This is Rashawn McDonald. If you want to hear any more episodes of Money Making Conversations, just go to moneymakingconversation.com. I'm Rashawn McDonald. I'm your host. <laughs>